The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this episode, we have fun talking about how to generate state, generate feelings. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Oh my god! Oh god! Toast just gave me the eye roll. I feel like um, there's a character on SNL that uh, Kirsten Wiig does. Wig. Wig. With the eye roll lady. You know that lady, right? Oh my my god! How do I turn my headset down? It's too... Am I too loud in your ear hole? Thank you. All right. Hi, everyone. This is Sienna. This is Toast. And we're happy you're here. We're smiling. Can you hear our smile? (laughs) We're happy you're here. So I just wanted to say that thank you all for your messages, um, for the reviews that you've been leaving, for the emails coming through, for podcast topic ideas that have come through. Thank you so much. And just know, we wanted you all to know that we do tend to batch our podcasts so we record um three in a row like three at a time three on one at day, a time and we just you know release and then we do yeah so um so i just wanted you to know that so we will acknowledge you know messages um sent to us if you've given us permission so make sure if you if you do leave us a message and you don't mind um having us share that that uh you give us permission to do so. Are we having technical difficulties here? I'm just making sure that our levels are good. Okay, hold on, people. We will be right back. And we're back. Okay. This is what it's like when you don't have a producer or an engineer. That's you have to be your own producer engineer. Wow, we're really loud in your ear holes now. Turn that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you guys. All right. Seriously. (laughs) I'll need to fix it in post. I think I can do it. Okay. All right. So, hello again. <laughs> so anyways, we just want to say thank you to all of you reaching out. What's been so nice is that um, 
although we have some wonderful new listeners to the podcast, we also have been reunited with listeners from the Girl Meets Girl days and it from McKenna so days. <laughs> so, thank you for continuing to listen. We so appreciate all of you, and we do have some notes and reviews from the community. So this is a review from Dyke Diane. This is this was left on the iTunes uh, section of yes. the podcast. Yes. So thank you guys so much. She wrote, these girls are friendly and fun. They care about life and all people. Their podcast is insightful and a great listen. They are open and honest and just good people where and when it counts. There's not enough of that in today's world. And we need to all take a lesson from them and live and let live. Thank you, girls, for a great podcast and all your caring. Diane. That's so nice. How awesome, Diane. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so, so much. I totally appreciate you standing up there and saying that we need more of this kind of, mm-hmm. you know, live and mm-hmm. let live and just open energy. And can we just all care about each other in the world? Yep. And Diane yes. and her partner, Kathy, so, are thank you, Diane. married and have been together for a beautiful long length of time. <laughs> they live on the East Coast, and recently, Diane has shared with us her beautiful garden. She she is currently growing amazing dahlias mm. and other plants and flowers. Love it. Huge blooms, like dinner plate size wow. blooms. Yes. So oh, that just makes me check out. Take a deep breath and just feel relaxed just hearing that. Yes. No, so beautiful. And so if you want to check out Diane's dahlias, that could be a business name. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I think you're cute. Toast. Okay, so anyways, if you want to check those out, just go to our Instagram at CNN Toast and look and if you click on the what is that one? That one that people tag you? The one that people tag you. Yeah, on your Instagram, you can click on the little person's head, and that takes you to a whole new page of all the tagged okay. pictures. I'm sure people. I'm sure people who are um, on the power they know users what I'm talking of Instagram. About. Okay, yeah, so just yeah. check out our Instagram, and you'll find Diane's dahlias. Okay, so thank you, Diane. So just uh, you know what, Diane, send us a message, and we would love to send you a little gift. Okay. So to introduce the topic for this episode, which is all about how to generate state, how to take more control and dominion over our own feelings, Mm -hmm. Um, we have a fun story to tell you. Oh, but first, thank you to JB, who is a listener who left a comment on the blog for the previous episode about the difference between emotions and feelings because uh, JB kind of prompted us to follow up uh, and and do a podcast episode about, yeah, how do you generate feelings? And she caught us in the perfect batching moment. Yeah. She so, really did. So that's what we're going to do. Is JB a, a she? JB is a she. Oh, okay. Yes. okay. yes. I'm glad you know these things. Yeah. Well, okay. No, you, so, you know JB. You would know JB if you saw JB's picture. Oh. JB is awesome. JB is someone we met a very long time ago mm-hmm. uh, back in California. 
when we used to do music, perform music at the South Bay Gay and Lesbian Center. Oh. So she is like day one back wow. in like way back in wow. the day. Yeah. And if for some reason I'm mixing JB's up, please let us know and tell us <laughs> who you are. JB will be like, um, not me. <laughs> and I'm a man. But um, anyways, so thank you, JB. It's so nice to hear from you. We were happy to see your message come through. And so this episode is especially for you. Okay. Okay, so our fun story. Okay, the story. Well, was it was really not fun? fun? It was not fun. At the time. Okay, so here's what happened. So <laughs> I am old school and I love, like, in so many ways. Like, Mariah, I love old school Mariah, even though I still keep up with her current stuff because I'm just loyal. But I really love old school Mariah. And I know that that was the time when she and Tommy Matola, she felt like such a prisoner. And so maybe that wasn't the real Mariah. But I think I get her essence. And but you so, just like the manufactured fake Mariah, and that's but no, okay. but I love the I love the flawed. No, I actually I love the flawed Mariah, the real human, wounded, flawed Mariah that is still able to shine like a butterfly. I love that that Flutter. one. Yes, but I just really love her early day stuff. Probably her first six full albums are the albums that I love the most. Um, so anyways, we have seen her in Vegas, and there was an opportunity to see her again because she was doing a concert with Lionel Richie. She was going to be a special guest. Special guest. And so Lionel Richie, he's also old school. Okay, so mm-hmm. like if you right. like certain kind of music. Um, so good anyways, kind. So anyways, we got tickets and we were very excited and we had these tickets up on our bulletin board. We had it, uh, you know, in our calendar, like, okay, great. This is the day we're going to go. And it was a weekday. So because it was a weekday, we were like, okay, we really have to plan things here. We have to leave really early because it was in Anaheim and, um, during traffic hour so we really planned everything and we dressed really nice because it's a concert and it's like a date night right 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 so we got ready (laughs) then we're in the car we are in the car we're on the freeway in southern california traffic traffic tons of traffic which we kind of which i know like who's but we left early to try to avoid the traffic right and I get, you know, I get a little bit of car sick with the stop and go, stop and go, stop and go vibe. And so this was kind of that kind of traffic. Um, but anyways, we finally get made it. there. And something is off. Like we're looking around. We're, we're, we're driving. <laughs> we're driving along the street. Yeah. That In traffic. is adjacent to the venue. Mm hmm. We'd never been to this venue before, so we're not familiar with the area. It's the Honda Center. But we did see a lot of eateries. Mm -hmm. The the restaurants. Basic eateries. Yeah, the restaurants and the coffee houses in that whole area. Uh, Just trying to, really trying to find the entrance to this place. But we did see, like, throngs of people. Tons of people. A lot of them were wearing orange. (laughs) They, yeah. Like crowds yes. and groups of people and I'm wearing thinking, orange, and they look like they're sports jerseys, kind of. Yeah, like group, bunches of people like crossing the street of all people, at once, like tons, hordes of people flooding and outside we're thinking, of restaurants. Like, oh, these are 
people going to the concert, I think. But then they're all wearing orange. So then we're like, what's going on? So anyways, we're still in this long car line, and we finally make it on the premises, and we are driving to our parking options place. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out where's the like, parking. We park, I think right? we can park here. I yeah. think we can park there. So we decide, okay, let's park here. Most of the cars seem to be going in this direction. We go to, what is she, the attendant? Yeah, the little guard shack before you enter the actual parking area, right? The parking attendant shack. And here we are, and we're, and we're dressed, like I mentioned, we're dressed nice. And all the most of the people, kind of like the herds of people, were dressed more like Casually. casual. Like they're going to a tailgate or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Exactly that. So the woman just asks us, oh, why are you here? Why are you here? We're like, oh, we're here to see the concert. What concert? She says. <laughs> we give her the ticket and she looks at it and she goes, oh, this con- this concert was postponed. It got rescheduled. Because it got rescheduled. Because of the Ducks game. <laughs> so these orange people were Ducks people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the Anaheim Ducks apparently were doing really well in the Stanley Cup playoffs or something. And, and we they did needed not know about it because we're not center. good lesbians like that keeping up with the sports world. Right. So then. So poor Sienna, because she was already feeling so carsick. Well. And then now there's no concert. Now we have to go back in traffic. So then I was like, oh, my God. I put on my eyelashes for this. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so then we had we some, laugh now. We had to we had to make some choices because here we are. We're kind of we're hungry now because we thought, oh, you know, we can go in there. They have all, you know, some food things. We can just eat something. Eat concession food. Eat concession mm. food. We don't do that often. This is a nice little, you know, just novel thing. Let's do that. So it, we had to decide, like, okay, are we going to just drive all the way back in traffic or find some place around here. So we decided, you know what, let's just get something to, eat, something to eat around here. So we're driving around, driving around, and it's still we're driving around in like that neighborhood style type of traffic. So not freeway traffic, but just still a lot of people. It's a congested area. It, it was still congested because of all, of all the, people, the supportive Anaheim all Ducks the fans. People. And yeah. we kept driving around, and all we were finding were like meat chains. The sizzle and, and steak, steak kind of places. Yes. You know, bar and grill. And and hey, those are great for sports bars and yes, stuff. Yes, totally great. But I was already just in a, mood. in a mood. And I really felt like, oh my God, I'm just going to have a Caesar salad and not have the cheese and no croutons so basically i'm just eating crunchy iceberg lettuce and boy that's gonna make me feel great (laughs) so anyways i really this was an opportunity for me to really generate a new state Mm -hmm. and to really greet to really (laughs) greet the shifting circumstances to greet them in the most efficient way with a different kind of energy. Like you did on the Olivia Cruise. Like I did on the Olivia Cruise, yes. Because that the Olivia Cruise is a whole nother experience that we had 
where well, you were also dealing with motion sickness because I, I know was that a makes, rock star on it, the Olivia Cruz. Yes. I swear to God. But with this, let's just close the loop on okay. the Mariah thing. Okay. So, anyways, right. so basically, poor toast. I was just bitching all the way, like <laughs> all the way, people. Even down to you know, it's kind of one. Of, I don't know if you guys. I mean, I'm sure some of you have felt this way. It's like when that one thing. When a few, actually, okay, let me start again. It's when those few little things kind of have a little bit of power to make you just like lose it, but you don't. And then that big thing, meaning, oh, there's no concert tonight. That big thing kind of takes you down and then you are just spiraling down and you, and you even can, you even kind of do an out of body and you see yourself. I do. Wow. You even kind of see yourself and you can hear yourself and you're like, don't, don't, why did you say that? Don't say that. Oh my God, you are being such a bitch. I mean, and you can <laughs> see yourself and feel, and you're, tr- but it's like that thing is rolling down the hill. It's like going already. It's gone. <laughs> and it's almost like you have to let that ball roll all the way down until it's all the way down the hill. And then you can kind of regroup and recover. Let the storm kind of take its course. Yes, because I was bitching and bitching and bitching about why Ticketmaster didn't send us an email about the change of the date. Whose responsibility was it to tell us that the date was changed? (laughs) Why isn't there any other kind of food place around here? And why did they seat us in this sticky booth? And why is this? I mean, I was just, it was over. And poor toast, poor toast. Poor toast. Although there was a moment, there was a moment when she was reminding me of the spiritual principles, and then she knew that, oh, I better not go there. Not right now. <laughs> but so, now I realize maybe anyways. one thing I could have done instead was just like in the parking lot of the Sizzle and Steak restaurant, <laughs> I could have maybe just gotten out of the car, and then when Sienna is able to see me i could have just dropped on the ground and started rolling around on the asphalt to make me laugh yeah just to just do something so absurd and ridiculous to be like (laughs) okay this is nuts like let's just time out everybody toast the stop drop and roll thing toast has a handful of things that just make me crack up and one of them is when she dances hula it's fake I will hula, leave though. It. I will leave hula. it at that. But yes, I know we're kind of, the story went on so long. But yes, the stop, drop, and roll. Why don't we get into that? Okay. Remember when you were a little kid and you had a, some kind of fire safety awareness week or something, and then the firemen would come to your classroom and explain to you that if you ever, for some reason, <laughs> caught yourself on fire... Then what you're supposed to do is stop, drop, and roll. Yep. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yes. Okay. So. And you'd practice. I don't remember practicing. I remember the plastic uh, red fireman hat that we we all got. Fireman hat. You didn't get that? No, I didn't get that. Okay. Anyway, stop, drop, and roll. And that phrase and, and that that here's what you do kind of came to mind as we discussed began discussing this topic of how to work with our feelings and kind of change where that ball rolling down the hill 
<laughs> situation mm-hmm. is going because yeah there's all this inertia that has built up with a certain emotion and we realize hey it's kind of like well first the first challenge is to stop and realize that i do want to change yeah this and this is the watcher thing this is the watcher right? and we can do maybe another podcast on this, but I'll just say quickly what that is for people who don't know yeah, what the watcher is. Yeah. Okay, so the watcher, or it's often called uh, the watcher or the witness, there is a greater part of ourselves that has the capacity to notice what we're noticing. And as a noticer, as a watcher or a witness, it's not immersed in the feeling of the thing. It is merely watching. It's witnessing like, oh, look at that boulder okay. going down the hill. Yes. Is that what you would have? Yes, that's the part of me. That's out of body? Yes, that kind of wrote, that is going, you know, (laughs) I think that's enough. (laughs) Okay, okay. So that's the stop. Maybe. (laughs) Right. But my boulder was rolling down, right? And I wasn't listening to, I didn't give my watcher the floor. I continued being right there in the arena, right being the main character and just being bitchy, being bitchy, right? Instead of listening to my watcher and going, you know what? Yeah, I think this is enough. Okay. Why don't we try and enjoy the rest of this dinner? Okay. So, <laughs> and and so I guess that's where the drop part comes in. Like, let's drop, let's drop this bitchiness. Let's drop this vibration. Let's drop this feeling I have of such because I was angry. I was angry. I was grouchy. I was feeling hungry. And I was you were feeling carsick. I was feeling, you know, all these different yeah. feelings, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it really is about what we do with them. And so, one of the things, so toast, so we just talked about stop. So, how do you now drop? What are you dropping? You're dropping the old stuff. You're dropping the thing you want to release. You're dropping the old paradigm. And that's the pattern interrupt where I was like, pattern you know, interrupt. what yeah. I could have done is just thrown myself on the asphalt and rolled across the right hey, roll across the asphalt yes. and that would have really helped to drop the the old stuff yeah, it because been it, would, it would have been like putting a stick into the wheels of exactly. the gears right exactly so. exactly and so one of the th- so you're not always gonna have a toast with you rolling on the asphalt near you to make you laugh and to do that pattern interrupt so yeah, what you can do for yourself is to do a box breathing exercise. Um, Connecting and reconnecting with your breath is one of the fastest and efficient ways to really uh, interrupt and break a pattern. And fortunately, you can do that less conspicuously than dancing fake hula or or rolling rolling on on the the asphalt. Yes. Yeah. Right. You can do that when you're standing in line at the grocery store and you can pretty much do it. So so box breathing. So this is something that you guys maybe have heard of already. I think it's a pretty common term. I first learned about it using this term box breathing from a former uh, Navy SEAL commander named Mark Devine. I didn't learn it from him personally, but he has a big online presence. And box breathing, he says he learned it in when he was in the Navy SEALs, uh, and they teach it to first responders and and other people that have to deal with stressful situations in their work because, of course, it does come in handy. 
to calm down that fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you can make decisions with a cooler head. But the reason he calls it box breathing is because just like a square or a box, um, there are the way that you do your breathing is very even, just like all, every side of a box is even. So for example, you you inhale for a count of, let's just say four, you hold it for a count of four, then you exhale for a count of four, and you hold that for a count of four. So there's a pause between the inhale and yeah. the exhale. It's yeah. not... <laughs> Right, it's that's fire breathing, and then you hold it, and then you exhale, yeah, and then you just rest there, and then you inhale, yeah. So, and it's actually a very calming practice. And what I would say is that uh, there are also other versions of box breathing, some people use a rectangle. (laughs) So one of my uh, mentors, actually, that's how I learned the box breathing technique. She uses a rectangle. So she might be, she would be inhaling for, say, a count of three, but holding for the long side for a count of six, Mm. exhaling for three, and staying in that resting place for a count of six and starting again. So it really is just, you know, you decide, you try this, see if it, what feels good to you. Because for me, I like the box breathing versus rectangle. And I like a count of five. That's what I prefer. So doing five, 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 five. And then depends how fast you count. That's true. I mean, yeah, I really like a nice, when I first tried it, I would, I would mind F it up because it, I was trying to do it so militantly mm. of like, mm-hmm. okay, one, two, three, four. And I was having to be exact, you know, okay, is that four counts or four and a half, which make sure it's four, <laughs> which was stressing me out yeah. more, right? <laughs> so, so I really found that yeah. I had to just try it in a relaxed, you know, way first in other words, don't wait till I'm stressed out to try it necessarily, right? Yeah, just just start just try practicing it. and yeah. seeing how, yeah, how, yeah, and and um, see what starts to feel good for you. I think it's a really individualized thing because, like I said, even though I I did first hear of it from this guy Mark Divine, we have come across many different variations of it. Yeah. Right. So I think it is a really individual thing, which makes complete sense because Mm -hmm. your life's journey is your individual life's journey. But regardless, the principle of how breath is such a uh, valuable key to working with your state, Mm -hmm. right, To, to having that awareness, having that sovereignty over your own state yeah super super helpful to remember and and make use of so that's the a helpful tool to drop the undesired state yeah because when you're doing that when you're doing the box breathing you're really um relaxing that fight or flight part of you Mm -hmm. there's a part of us that is reactive and that's the fight or flight 
part of us. So when you do a technique like the box breathing technique, it helps to calm that part of us down so that now we can be proactive and be in a position to choose to roll with the new paradigm. Yeah, get the new thing rolling. Get the new thing rolling. Um, and it's a really effective technique. And I did have a, uh, a wonderful client uh, who I loved, absolutely loved working with. And when I introduced the box breathing technique to her, she implemented it right away. This is what I loved about her so much. I would, you know, uh, teach tools and she would just be right there implementing it same day, next day, that week. And with the box breathing in particular, she found that it was extremely helpful for her. And she was also at the same time using something called a muse band that helps to really measure your brain waves um, to get the brain pattern into a more meditative, calm state. Um, and by, by measuring that, you can see where you are. And so when she was doing the box breathing, she had like the best score she ever had using that muse band so 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 try it yeah see if it resonates with you if this doesn't there are many other types of generating state in uh ways to generate state aside from this um box breathing technique well the box well here's the thing of the the box breathing technique is kind of a way to just drop the old right It's, it's kind of like an eraser where you just wipe the slate clean yeah so at least you don't have all this gunk and crud and stuff that you don't want it just kind of wipes the slate clean at least that's been our experience so far with it um so the next thing though of trying to get the new thing rolling like what state do you want right this is where it's again very very individualized but this is fun yeah yeah, this this is all this is all the fun stuff because uh let's just rattle off a bunch of stuff. Yeah, okay, so there's so there's so many things to help you gain that traction and that momentum to roll in the direction that you want to roll in. Some of it can be creating a playlist. So you can do it through music. You can create playlists of just, there are songs that you guys know about that just make you feel great. It brings you back to a memory, whatever it might do, but to create an, an incredible playlist uh, for you to just go to your music in order to generate that state further, to jump into that. So that's a, that's the sense of hearing, scent, the sense of smell, mm-hmm. like aromatherapy, having, oils, yeah, aromatherapy, beautiful candles, oils, incense. Yeah. I think that's that's mm-hmm. the the value of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, those things are incorporated into magical and spiritual yeah. and religious things. And I think one of the reasons for that is because it does alter your it does, state it does right? and and what i would say about aromatherapy two really oh, i'll say three three great oils to have on hand would be lavender which everyone in the world knows now it's coming um but eucalyptus is so clearing it's a it's literally clearing in the sense of like um congestion like mm, chest yeah, congestion right, yeah. all that stuff mm-hmm. but it really has this fresh clearing vibe about it I love eucalyptus. That's a fabulous oil to have. But also a grapefruit. Grapefruit is very uplifting, joyful. It's a very joyful scent. So those would be great aromatherapies to help. Cool. So that's a sense of smell. The sense of just kinesthetic or mm-hmm. what is that? A, what is a word? Uh, pro, I don't know the word. 
Never mind. Okay. Maybe we'll, maybe you'll think of it <laughs> yeah. while you explain, because we don't know the word either. I don't know the word. <laughs> I don't even know even what you're talking say? about. <laughs> I'm talking about using, using your body, putting your body into a certain position. So instead of dancing fake hula just to interrupt stuff and just mm-hmm. to break up an old pattern that mm-hmm. you don't want. So what do you do with your body to, to get the new thing rolling? Well, Science has shown that if you just literally stand up in what can be considered a power pose, like Mm -hmm. put your hands above your head, like you just cross the banner of a track and field finish line, you know, in a triumphant kind of pose, just hold that pose for 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. It changes things. It literally changes your state. Yeah, it literally changes your state. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel more confident. So... What is that sense? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But that's a great one. That's a great one. And similar to that is temperature, right? I think, like, taking a cold shower, Mm -hmm. right? Just waking your body up, working with your body in that way to, Mm -hmm. to change your state. And then the other one is, I guess we can call it self talk. Yeah. Yeah. Self-talk. So one of the things that's really important to have is to have your go-to statements that you can memorize or have it written on an index card, keep it in your bag, your wallet, your pocket, whatever it is, you know, and then keep it in your bathroom, just um, places where you can read the card, pick up the card and read it and affirm the person you are becoming. Like, I am a person who... Right, and fill that in. the blank. Yep. And, see, I have had trouble with this in the past because sometimes I would feel like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm just basically lying to myself. Mm, You know, mm -hmm, those mm -hmm. those kinds of statements where it's like, I'm a person who is making my life better and, look, I'm making all this progress and when I I wouldn't feel... Like I was. So I would feel like a like a fake, right? Okay. You know, doing yep. this. But the way that I can kind of get around that mm-hmm. and and uh yeah, do a workaround is to say to myself, Well, you know what? I'm a person who has a card of statements to help me feel better. I am a person who uses neurophysiology. To, yeah. to help to take control of my state. Mm-hmm. I am a person who keeps on keeping on yeah. and, and who does address their feelings. Yeah. And those things have helped, are absolutely right? true because yeah, I'm you're doing, doing them right now. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you know? found a way you found a way that feels true to you, that feels yeah, like and, yeah. and with your statement it's still very effective because it's in the positive, right? It gets me tr- it, it helped get me traction. Because you yeah. just, I think when you're trying to get the new thing rolling, the key is to get at least a little bit of traction. Because if you just get a little bit, then you can build on that. You yeah. need to have something to build on. Yeah. So that's why I love the stuff like scent or or dancing fake hula. Yeah. Or whatever. Because those are things where you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Right? You don't have to convince yourself of a statement about yourself. You, you yeah. just 
I mean, that, but but every like you like we were saying about box breathing. I mean, everyone relates to things differently. Right. So some right. people might true, really true. resonate with the statements, mm-hmm. right? Um, because that's just how they're made. Mm-hmm. While, while other people will resonate more with like aromatherapy and right. things like that. Something I will say for the statements that I've experienced, I totally know what you're talking about and feeling fake and like whatever it might be. But I will say that the more I do them. Mm-hmm. You start to believe it. Yes. And the more you do it. And I think the trick is to choose preferably just one statement <laughs> instead of like this laundry list of, of fabulous, even if it's fabulous, fabulous mm-hmm. self-statements mm-hmm. to choose just one that really encompasses the vibe, the feeling that you're after. Um, and to have that in a place that that you will see it often. So it might be the bathroom because you're going to be brushing your teeth twice a day. So you at least see it twice a day. Mm-hmm. Or you can take that card, like I said earlier, and put it in your pocket and bring it to work, put it on your desk, whatever it might be. But the more you do it, the more you really integrate with that statement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, Im- that's important. So that when the old paradigms come up and you stop and you're watching and you're witnessing and you're going, okay, wait, no, I am going to stop this. I choose this because I want to do differently then you do something to help you drop it like the breathing exercise that we talked about and then to help you really roll into and get that momentum in that new direction that new pattern you're creating to remind yourself of who you are truly becoming I think is really important and I think it's excellent to be specific so if you are a successful entrepreneur you know, you're saying successful entrepreneur instead of I am a happy person. <laughs> you know, I'm mm-hmm. a, it can be I am a successful, happy entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. but to be to be specific to what you are working with in particular at the time. And I think journaling is a form yes. of self-talk. And I think journaling is excellent. Yeah. Like take it. And I see in this context. I so value journaling because yeah. that's the, the time and the work and the, the deep thought and memory that you put in so that you can arrive at, for example, a, a memory of a time where, hey, you really showed how you came through for something. Mm-hmm. You know, you rose to the occasion. Yep. And you can wire your brain into that memory so that when you are saying, you know, I'm a person who has what it takes. I am a person mm-hmm. who can come through in a pinch. Yeah. You know you've done the work ahead of time mm-hmm. to to kind of prove to yourself. Yep, I did it. I did it then. Yeah. You you have a memory to go to. I think yeah. that's, that's like where spiritual proof. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where one aspect of mm-hmm. how journaling is mm-hmm. is helpful you're, and can you're a great that journaler. It helps me. You're you're, yeah, you're a great journaler. But, you know, why don't we wrap this little section up? Why don't we use, um, I would love to kind of use these very uh, particular um, points of stop, drop, and roll okay. with the, let's say, with the Mariah concert situation. Because <laughs> okay. maybe that'll really just kind of wrap it okay. up. Okay. All right. Um, so here I am. <laughs> Having this attitude, and I noticed it early on, but it, I, it really all started coming down when they said 
that the concert was canceled and we were looking for a place to eat and we couldn't find something that I really wanted, that's when it started to come down. So at that point, it would have been great for me to allow my watcher to really take the reins and to go, you know what, okay, there is, let's choose another way to be here. Let's generate another state here. So in that stopping point, stopping and really just acknowledging that, you know what, I want to choose another way to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. The night is young. I want to choose another way to be. <laughs> mm. So in order to help drop that current existence of the grouchiness and the bitchiness, taking my time to do the box breathing, you know, whether I'm still sitting in the car, whether we're just parked in the parking lot, deciding where we're going to eat, just say, Toast, you know what? I just, I need to do my box breathing. You want to do it with me? Let's do it together. Let's breathe together, yes. people. And then do the box breathing. And then now emerge with that clean slate that Toast talked about, feeling like, you know what? Okay, I feel better. I'm not in fight or flight anymore. What do I want to choose now? You know, how do I want to roll with this and, and the, the different way of being? And one thing with this situation is, and this is something that we didn't mention yet, is I could have easily, easily meaning after the breathing, um, <laughs> gone to gratitude. Because look at us, we look, we have nice clothes, we're dressed up, and yes, okay, so the concert was canceled. But look, Toast and I now have a free evening to have an unexpected dinner date night, and I'm so grateful for having a partner of, at the time, 16 years, and we love each other, and it's not like we're never going to this concert, it was just postponed. Right. So we have it wasn't the concert, even canceled. We have the it concert was, to look forward yeah, to. It was postponed. Yes. And even if we are going to go to Sizzle and Steak. <laughs> or whatever that place was called. I, I can, don't even know. I can just Clams eat. on a grill. Who knows what it was called. <laughs> I can have crunchy iceberg lettuce, but that's okay. I bet they're going to have a nice dessert that we can share and enjoy. So I could have really gone to gratitude and brought myself more present with the time that I was having with toast and turn the whole night around. And that could have done it. Do you think... It's a follow-up question. Oh, okay. Do you think that uh, thinking about, well, it could be worse. Look, we didn't get into a car accident. <laughs> you know, do you think that those help? Yeah. Um. Because I, I, th- I use that sometimes, but I, but I do wonder, it's like, is this the best way to, I think there, I think that's a great first step. You know, I think it's a great first step because the intention is there. Hmm. You that's are, true. it's coming yeah, up true. because you want to shift yeah. state, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's but true. hopefully the next step would be to take the next level of that. And instead of look, it could, you know. It could be worse and saying the worst thing Mm -hmm. to find the gratitude moment, to find the true, genuine thing you can feel grateful for in the moment Mm -hmm. instead of flipping, flipping it that way. So, okay, so it could be like attraction. It could be like, hey, this is getting me traction, at least to get to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Actually, one last thing. Okay. That I think is very important. Okay. And I think you'll agree. Okay. Is that even though in this whole episode we're talking about, <laughs> hey, this is how 
this is a great discussion about how each of us can exercise more sovereignty over our feelings, mm-hmm. right? And here's how you can interrupt undesired feelings and replace them with better feeling feelings, even though we spent the whole episode talking about that. We are not saying that bad feelings that feel bad should never be experienced and you should run away from them. Right. No, we're not saying that. Right. Because we do strongly feel that feelings that quote unquote feel bad, uh, you should deal deal with them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and and by deal with them, I'm thinking like spend some time journaling, like and feel and them, feel be okay them feeling and, and know them why you feel that way. Was it is it something connected to your childhood that makes you automatically process certain experiences mm-hmm. from a certain point mm-hmm. of view? Do you automatically tend to have a certain attitude towards certain situation? Mm-hmm. It's really and looking getting for getting to know yourself, right? Yes, it's really looking for being aware of your patterns because you know them. You know when they come up, and if you have a certain reaction to certain things, uh, most of the time, when you have those feelings come up, it might not be a time to really just do a bypass of that. It might be a time to really go, okay, you know what? This feeling tends to come up. Let me look at it. And Let me take like a look at it. Real, because it might be related to a wound. might be related to a wound. It might be the next thing that uh, needs repatterning in order for you to get to your next level and evolve. You know, it's like the stuff that comes up, you know, I, and I wouldn't necessarily, okay, so the Mariah example, <laughs> you know, that was really just for me, Looking back at that example, it was really tired, grouchy, um, hungry, uh, carsick. You know, there were there were a lot of elements that contributed to that. So I wouldn't say that that moment that that that's something that always comes up and I should look at because it's connected to a wound. Right. But there definitely are things that um, I recognize in myself. Toast has her own things Mm -hmm. where, you know what, I kind of tend to react a certain way when this certain thing comes up. Those are the times when, you know. That your watcher will notice that your watcher will call that out like, hey, you know what? This thing has come up like three times this week or this thing has been coming up for the last five years or this thing. Doesn't that remind you of when you were four and blah, 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 you know, and still still do your box breathing because you'll be able to greet that feeling with a different type of um, more conscious. Yes, you'll be able to view it from a different vantage point instead of sitting sitting in the wound and then trying to assess it from being sitting in the and wound that way. Wounded. Right. You will you'll take your deep breaths, you will be more of the watcher and you can assess it from a place that will be more effective as you move forward. And in that space, that's when a lot of things come through where then when you do feel it Because, again, it's not about not feeling it. Mm -hmm. But taking the deep breaths will help you to see it in in more of its truth, Mm. you know, and the messaging of it than staying stuck and then just being angry or just being sad. It's like, no, still do your deep breathing. But then when you go back to assess, you know, you might end up still crying or feeling really angry. But at least you'll have cleared off all that top layer. 
Mm. You know, that more reactive feeling, that more, you know, just in the moment feeling. You know, just kind of clear the slate like you were saying and then um, move forward and, okay, you know, I would like to work on this. Because things that come up that tend to come up often, those are the things we need to repattern. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yeah. sign, it's, it's showing us, hey, this, this is, is our coming growing, up again. It's our growing re-pattern. opportunity, right? Yeah. Our healing opportunity. Yeah. It's showing and us, we're, we're always being shown the, the thing to heal. Always. It's just about, are we listening? Are we paying attention? Do we have the tools? Are we ready? Mm-hmm. But I would say that if it's coming up, you're ready. You and know? are we being, and are we being compassionate? Yes. With with ourselves. Are mm-hmm. we treating ourselves with compassion? I In know. other words, when yes, we feel totally. a feeling that feels so upsetting, you know, uh, it would be a compassionate reaction or a response to spend time journaling ab- yep. about it, right? If you feel like, hmm, okay, there's something here, it would it would be the opposite of compassion. To respond by saying, nope, that's a bad feeling. You can't feel that. Let me let me uh, dance fake hula so that I don't feel that. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yep. So, yeah. So yep. it's all about the how we treat ourselves, how we treat our soul. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly that. So there is a time and place to generate state, to feel better, to process, mm-hmm. to do our soul care. Okay, so this is a big topic. So, <laughs> if you want more, if you want more, then that would be fantastic because we actually love this topic of soul care. Mm-hmm. It's actually uh, informing our membership program that we're yep. still working on. Yeah, to so excited about that to help all of us <sighs> to help all of us support all of us in our soul care. Yeah, so sign up to stay in touch about that to get notifications as that project develops you can just go to sienna and toast.com sienna is one n everybody sienna and toast.com uh and also we'll put the links in the show notes yep okay all right so there you go so until next time this is sienna and this is toast telling you to love life live free Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.